Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. I'm Josh and in studio with me today is a very special guest. She just became a master teacher in studio with me is my beautiful wife debbie hi why are you so quiet because i did not know you were going to do that well now you know and as always if you want to join in the conversation head over to practically christian podcast on facebook or practically underscore christian underscore podcast on instagram and as always, you can find more information at practicallychristianpodcast.com. Dot com. Do not adjust your radio. The next thing you are hearing is still coming from us because we want to wish all of you a... Merry Christmas. renditions of that song it is amazing i love old kenny kenny g kenny g not to be confused with kenny rogers not to be confused who is awesome in his own way yes he is do you like kenny rogers i do like kenny rogers i grew up listening to him you gotta know when to hold him when to hold him know when to fold him i didn't grow up listening to that i did so so we are in full swing of Christmas. In fact, Christmas is less than a week away. I can't believe it. Christmas really 2019. 2019. Is almost in the books. 2018. What are you talking about? 2019. <laughs> what? Good catch. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with it. No. no. Are you tired, honey? I am tired. Oh, Sorry. I meant Christmas 2018. I know why you're tired. All that cooking and cleaning you did while I was in school. <laughs> yes, the past two years are finally catching up to me. Hey, you know you don't have to do it again. But we are teachers. So for those of you who don't know, we are about to get a nice chunk of break from work. Nice break. Um, which is awesome. Thank you, schools. However, mm. that also means that mm. there's a couple of things coming up that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. That all include our Christmas traditions. Mm-hmm. Mainly, the biggest one is we're about to start watching a whole bunch of Christmas movies. Yes, we are. So, like, when you think of Christmas movies, like, which ones really pop out to you? To me? Mm-hmm. I think of Elf. Who I... else would I be talking to? <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I don't know. Um, call I... in now. <laughs> don't call in. There's nowhere to call. I think of Elf, because we've watched that for years. Um, Scrooge. How the what Grinch. is Scrooged Scrooge. with Bill Murray? Any of them. I just remember or, watching them when I was little. Like, I actually remember... No, 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 no. When you're little. I ain't talking what? about when you're little. 
when I was Do you little, remember when you were little? I do. That's I, a long time ago. I know. I'm, I know I'm getting old. I remember watching the Disney one with Tiny Tim, and I cried. Like, I wept. I was so sad. Why? Because little Tiny Tim was dying. He was sick, and Scrooge was so mean, and I just... Mean people suck. Can I say that on here? Well, it's a little late now, and I'm not editing. I probably offended somebody. Those poor snowflakes. Oh, sorry. But no, I mean, movies like Elf or Rudolph, Frosty. Frosty the Snowman. And of course, my one of my personal favorites, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. The one with Jim Car- um, Carrey. No, the cartoon. Oh, I do like that one. But I read the book to the kids in my class. And it, it made me laugh because when we first got married, mm-hmm. Debbie had never seen it. Never watched anything with the Grinch. I didn't even know who he was. How is that possible? I went to public school. Well, they've, they've never been allowed to show like Christmas movies in public school, though. I know, but they read books. Did you? I did read books. You better stay away from them schools, boy. Boy. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> at any rate, um, no, like How the Grinch Stole Christmas is is by far one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, if you have a different one, I'd love to hear it. Uh, just head over to Practically Christian Podcast on Facebook and leave us a comment. We can have a, a whole discussion mm-hmm. on How the Grinch is better than whatever movie you came up with. Oh, boy. Don't catch me either. Like, like when you see me out and about, don't, don't come up and ask me. Don't catch him outside. Don't catch him outside. I shouldn't say that, should I? Most people probably don't know what that is. Well, if you do, uh, good for you. <laughs> but The Grinch is is a movie that I think is misrepresented to a lot of people. What do you mean? Like, what do you think the, the main thrust of the movie of The Grinch is? I think it has nothing to do with Christmas. It's the condition of your heart, which makes me think of Jesus. <laughs> Wow. I know, right? Like, you got deep on that one. I did one. get deep with that one. Um, I think it has a lot to do, yes, with Christmas, but more so with this whole notion of consumerism. consumerism. Yes. I didn't want to cut you. I, yes. I, I, felt, I felt that you were leading that way, and I didn't want to steal your thunder. And, and consumerism is an interesting thought for the practically Christian. Mm-hmm. And as we enter into this time of year, this is actually what we're going to focus on, on reclaiming for this Christmas, okay, so for some of you, like, you're, you're sitting here listening going, man, you're a day late and a dollar short. I've already spent all yes, my money, yes. maxed and, out and in all fact, my credit cards. In fact, there was a article I was reading on MarketWatch that mm-hmm. said 44% mm. of shoppers will rack up more than $5,000 in debt during the Christmas season. That's terrible. No, no, no. It gets better. That's awful. It'll take 30% of these shoppers more than five months to pay off the debt. Well, we've been there. Yeah, but think about this. Year if it takes If it takes 30% of the shoppers more than five months, mm-hmm. what percentage is left that takes more than five months? 70. I mean, there is seven out of 10 people who are still paying off Christmas debt from last year. God, that's terrible. As they're going out and getting presents for Christmas this year. Right. That's terrible. That makes me really, really sad. Um, and, and it does. And, and you know, you've said things like, oh, well, we've been there. 
I don't really ever remember spending that much on Christmas. Years ago when we made a lot more money. We did, but we also don't use credit cards. So we never really found ourselves in a position of racking up credit cards because we just never used them. In fact, this being the best time of the year to see consumerism Mm -hmm. at its finest, they said that the easiest way to avoid getting in debt over the Christmas season is to use cash. Right. You know, because if, you, if if all you're using is cash, if you don't have it, you can't spend it. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. Less than 20% of shoppers surveyed use cash. said they would use cash. Oh, no. Mm-mm, because it's mm-mm. it's too hard to go to the ATM to get money out. Oh, no. I No. Mm-mm. I'm going to use cash. You better not cash me outside. I'm going to cash you outside. <laughs> <laughs> but we know consumerism exists. Um and what does this have to do with practically Christian, of being a practical Christian? Well, it's funny that you guys asked me that because that's just how my notes work out. Mm-hmm. Um, consumerism is a mindset. It's not an actual act. Like, I couldn't do, like, a, a charade that showed consumerism. Huh. <laughs> it makes me think of a few years ago when they showed, I don't know if it was a... A large store. I, I don't even know if it was. It had to have been America, and they had opened America. the doors. America. Um, that was terrible. <laughs> they opened the doors of a store and Toys R Us. Was it? Is that when that when the, the stampede? Yes. Love it. That was, was part of terrible. That. I was part of that. Stampeding in or yes. like, and I wasn't even there to buy anything. I was just like, I saw a large group of people. You just followed hanging them? out by a store, and I was like, must be something good in there. None of this is true. <laughs> no, no, none of it is. No, I think I was somebody, like four. somebody died, right? Possibly. I people mean, I don't know died. the exact one you've watched, but... People have died, though, getting stampeded on over Christmas toys. Um, are, are we going with stampeded on? Stampeded. <laughs> Stamped? Stamp, stampeded. <laughs> Can I terrible. use a vowel? <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. No, I mean, it, it, seriously, consumerism... Trampled. <laughs> Trampled's the word I was looking for. Bird. <laughs> Consumeristic mindset is is something that... And, and we've talked about it before, you know, um, uh, a couple of podcasts ago when we were talking about, like, the church and how American Idol ruined the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, I, I recommend go back in and take a look at, and, you know, well, not a look because there's nothing really to see, but... Take a listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use your ears. Um, but it affects more than just holiday shoppers. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, we forget so quickly that it is better to give than to receive. Right. I mean, and, and we find that in Acts 20, 35, you know, and. But what I noticed that people, they want to give and they want to do the whole, it's better to give than receive, but they want to outdo cousin ethel or ethel whatever i can't think of a name it was the same thing when you were naming gabby and i was like really rose like shane on the titanic whatever you wouldn't let me name her esther or ruth and those are amazing names yeah from like the 1920s from the bible i went let's have a hip cool name gabrielle's a good name yeah listen we're going out on a tangent um, and I apologize if your name is Esther. I like the name Esther. I think it's really pretty. She is from the Bible. Ruth is from the Bible. Amazing they are, women. They are. So is Deborah. 
There are Proverbs 31 women. Oh, please. Okay, let's scoot on. Keep going. <laughs> I can't have that conversation. <laughs> but in, in Acts 20 and 35, we see that in all things I've shown you, that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. So this was Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Right. Oh, that's what I was saying. They want to outdo other people. So they're giving, showing how much they give, but they're losing focus on the whole point of giving. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. And we're going to get into that in just a second. Okay. Um, Moving on. But according to NAMI, going back to NAMI, which stands for what? National Association of Mental... Illness. Illness. That's right. A 2016 study published in, uh, let me see here, Psychomatic Medicine Journal of Biobehavioral Medicine. Mm. Okay. These are the kind of stuff I read mm-hmm. um, for no reason because I'm not a doctor. Nope. So it's but just. I would trust you over pretty much anybody else. But they found that giving had greater benefits than receiving. I'm going to read from mm. the article here. It says, participants in the study who gave help mm-hmm. showed reduced stress and increased feelings of reward mm. in their brain imaging. Mm. This research points to the conclusion that when you help others, you are also helping yourself. Why? Because of the serotonin, the serotonin and, and the dopamine. And, and mm-hmm. what they saw was that these people that gave, that helped other people, actually had higher levels of serotonin and dopamine. And, and these are the feel-good hormones of the brain. It makes me think of the pay-it-forward thing when, you know, I don't remember where it was. Maybe it was a Starbucks or, can I say Starbucks uh, during, I can't, can I say that? I'm sorry? Can I say that? Just Just keep going. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, when somebody had bought somebody else's coffee, then they bought the person behind them their coffee, and like it went on and on and on until it got to you, and you were just like, "Oh, thank you." And then Bless it got your no. Heart. By the time it got to me, they were like, "We're not doing this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was a few years ago. You don't remember that? <laughs> that's what you were like when it got to you. <laughs> when I got coffee, yes, that's what I'll sound like tomorrow morning when I drink coffee. Because that's where um, I'm going. No, but just because I don't pay attention to Spar- Starbucks. Starbucks, Starbucks, which is we go to Starbucks here in Deltona. <laughs> there is no Starbucks. Starbucks is in Starbucks. Orange City. It's the next city over. It's terrible. I can't even. <laughs> well, I mean, at the heart of consumerism mm. is really selfishness. Mm. Like when you're buying that present that you're like, oh, they're just going to love this. I can't wait to see their face. Whoa, way too loud there. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) I got really excited there. But yes, when you were buying that present and you're like, oh, man, this is just going to rock. Are you buying it for them so they can enjoy it? Or for you. Or are you buying it so they look at you and go, thank you. Right. I could not live without you. Right. I don't know what I would do without you. What would happen if you woke up, seriously, mm-hmm. if, if like you woke up and let's just say you have kids and they came out and there was nothing under the tree? What would happen? Hmm. Like how Be would your upset. family, how would your family react? Like stop and take a moment and think about that. Like, well, my family is your family. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners. Okay, they're probably done thinking. Keep going. I mean, would they 
like at the end of the Grinch, would they sit there and join hands and start singing, or would it be like World War Three in your house? Mm. I know some families that would be World War Three. Yeah. So do I. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure as much as I love our kids, would they be... would not be like, no, oh, oh, father, mother, thank you. Thank you for not allowing me to be selfish. Right, right. No. You know, because at the heart of consumerism being mm-hmm. selfishness, and that is the opposite of what the gospel preaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, when Jesus says it's better, it, you're, you're, it's more blessed to give than to receive, understand, Jesus gave everything. Right. What did he receive? Nothing. A bunch of broken sinners? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. I do. I, I'm pretty sure when he says it's better to give than to receive, he, he knows what he's talking about. Right, because he gave it all. Literally. So what can we do to combat consumerism? I think we need to put a bigger focus on what Christmas is supposed to be about. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and address the (laughs) elephant in the room here. If you are hearing, like, snoring in the background. It's real. It is. Our office, where we do the podcast in our house. Oh, our, our, oh office. <laughs> yes, our office, I which doubles as, sometimes as our dining room. Yeah, um, it's sitting area. <laughs> however, where we do the podcast, our dog is in the same. <laughs> she is very, very old. <laughs> so if you hear the snoring, Debbie is making faces at me because I guess she can hear it in the headphones. I can't. Um, but if you are hearing the snoring, it is our dog. I'm sorry. And not listeners. Like all this noise, and she's still not even waking up. She's like fourteen. <laughs> she's she's old. And smelly. That's true. But Moving some ways on. that we can combat consumerism is understand that Christmas is a day to remember and not regret. Right. Understand this too. All of those must-have gifts, all of those things you have drove yourself crazy. Will end up in the landfill. Garage sale or garbage. Yep. Those are, that's the end result of all of our Everything. Things. Literally every. You can't take anything with you. No. So don't drain your savings. Don't mm-hmm. rack up, you know, all this credit card debt. Right. You know, I mean, really, in all honesty, I give gifts to my kids knowing that within the next, like, six weeks, I'm okay. going to find them laying on the floor somewhere. Right. And that's a lot of times why they don't get certain things, because we know what's going to happen to them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, remember Christmas as a time for remembering Christ, you know, being birth, born. Right. The incarnation. Right. The advent. You know, we discussed that real heavy last week. You know, it's not Jesus' actual birthday. Right. Um, so, therefore, you know, you don't have to go yell at, you know, your your non-believing co-workers. And you can go back and listen to last week if you want to. But it is the time of year that we do get to come together and we do remember the incarnation of God himself coming into his creation to reconcile his creation. You know, absolutely, that needs to be our focus. Right. You know, yes, giving gifts is good. I love watching, you know, the kids open up gifts. I love watching, you know, Debbie open up her gift. Right. But that's not what terminates on Christmas. Right. Jesus gave the best present of all. There is absolutely no way I am ever going to top that. Nope. You know, no matter how awesome the gift is, and there's been a couple of years where I'm like, yup, this this is is it. This is the year. Yep. And understand that Jesus calls 
all believers. He calls all of us to put ourselves last. Mm -hmm. You know, Matthew 20, even as the son of man came not to be served, but to serve. Right. And, and please, like if, if you haven't like ever volunteered and you want to reach out, I know we're trying to put together, uh, another free car wash. Yep. Um, that hopefully we can get done. It it won't be before Christmas, but you know, hopefully it's going to be that weekend after Christmas. If you live in the central Florida area, you want to be a part of that? Let me know. Hit me up. Right. You know, we had a great time last time. People were blessed and, um, we had more donations that day than we had never asked for. (laughs) That was fun. Hence why you guys are listening to a podcast right now. Right. Um, (laughs) and understand this. I put a poll up on Facebook, and I know who voted that, yes, they want to serve. Um, we coming for you. And, <laughs> hey, hey, in parentheses on that poll, it said, remember, if you're clicking yes, understand this comes with serving, you know, opportunity. Right. And it is an opportunity. It's not an obligation. It, it's a blessing. It's nice. It's nice to do stuff for other people that has nothing to do with buying something. Absolutely. Just being there. Give people your time. I know your kids want your time more than they want anything else you can purchase for them. I agree. Mm-hmm. I want your time more than anything you can purchase for me, except these pants that I'm wearing right now. You do love those pants. Three days without washing. Oh, my God. Anyway, in closing, we can be like the Who's. Okay. Really? That's it? Like, you weren't like, who's the Who's? I know who the Who's are. You know, and not knowing the point of Christmas. Or we can be like the Grinch and have our heart grow three sizes today. Too small. No, uh, no too big. grow. Three sizes, not yeah, too small. Yeah, I was small. like, hold on, that didn't sound right. But we should be constantly putting out without ever expecting to get anything in return. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing to get, then you're not doing for. Right. And you've lost the whole idea behind what it really means to... There's no better time of the year right. than Christmas, which is a reminder of the ultimate pouring out. Mm-hmm. I mean, God himself made himself flesh, was yep. born in a manger... You know, the king of kings came in surrounded by filthy animals Yep. into a broken world so that he could reclaim creation for His himself. Creation, right. Not just Christmas, but all of creation. Right. And and seriously, all we have to give is, is our life. And, and really, we're not even here that long. Mm-mm. So, again, if, if you haven't served this Christmas, I, I encourage you. You know, find volunteer opportunities. Go serve. Go give back. You They're know. all over the place. People go, need help. Go to an angel tree. Buy a present for a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, give out of your abundance so that someone with nothing can have something. Right. You know, and, and just prepare to be amazed at, at the awesomeness that you are going to feel for that. Right. So this week I challenge you not to think of yourself less, but to think less of yourself. Mm-hmm. Put others first. Slow down. Okay, I know this is a busy time of the year. You're all wrapped up in shopping and and being a consumer, but stop. Slow down. Drink a cup of hot chocolate. Watch a Christmas movie. Sit and stare at your tree and the lights. And do nothing. Just do nothing. Be still Mm -hmm. and know that he is God. Right. Understand, like, the the moments you're missing now are moments you're not going to get back. Ever. You'll never get them back. So... Until next week, which will be after Christmas, Mm -hmm. we do wish you a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. We we hope that this year 
you know, we'll have another podcast before the, uh, before New Year's, but we do wish you a Merry Christmas. We do pray that if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you could reach out to, to us at Josh at sent.church or, you know, find someone in, in your life that has that relationship because ultimately that is what we're celebrating right now. Right. And, and that should be our point. But until next week, we love you. We love you guys. Have a great Christmas. thank you for your support.